The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, me, we're this week, we're, we just want to say we're sorry. We want to kick off by making some corrections and some apologies. And some retractions. For and saying some retractions. patently untrue stuff. Patently untrue things. I should say, this is my brother, my brother, me, an advice show from the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Griffin McElroy, and Benjamin Franklin, guys, wasn't a president. Nope, he was king. Apparently we said that in the last episode. He was king. I Okay, see, I said that, but I said it as a goof. Yeah. And I thought you guys would be like, that's Jay goofing again, and you call me on it. But no dice, he just let it slide. <laughs> and I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to pick up the trail and say, hey, hey, guys. I, this I thing care. I just said was a joke. Remember that thing? Let's let's move on to the other big thing, which is uh, Ewan McGregor. He wasn't in Contagion, was he? Nope. That was on us. That was that <laughs> one. Bad. That's that was Paul Rudd. Yep. That no, that was who's the other guy? Uh, Evan Jude McGregor. Law. Jude Law. That was Jude Law. And you know what? I apologize to you and McGregor. I don't apologize to Jude Law because guess what? Got a really fucked up grill. Still, he's got. <laughs> I'm real, sorry about Evan's he's, grill. He's got a real jacked up tooth situation. I said last week that I cried during Katy Perry's firework. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to correct that. It was Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Oh, my God. How so, can you cry during that no, song? Wasn't. How can you not just No, dance? it was a happy cry. It was just an epic, like, I was born this way. Yeah. As a full-grown <laughs> male. Speaking of Gaga, uh, she's got a new track, sort of a country-inspired joint. That's the weirdest shit. You and I. So here's the weird thing about it. The first uh, 100 times I heard it, she sings about Nebraska. Uh-huh. Last night. I had a little wine. I'm driving home. Uh-oh. No, I mean, I'm not driving home. I'm sitting at home. And that song comes on the radio, except instead of Nebraska, she's talking about West Virginia. What? Are, has this song been localized in other states? Is this going on elsewhere? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that there is a fill-in-the-blanks Lady Gaga song that radio stations can... <laughs> Yes, this is what, what I'm saying. Is it like it blah, 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 West Virginia and Jesus Christ? That's, like, it's yes, like West Virginia, West Virginia, I love you. Like that. Like, but, I don't think this is ha- going on in every state. It's a very country inspired song. I don't think she's somewhere like. You're saying she hit the fucking Bible Belt and then Nebraska also? Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm saying to you. That's the weirdest shit I've ever heard. If other people have heard this song, here's what scares me the most. There, maybe this like re <laughs> geographically sensitive version. Um, maybe some people have only gotten that version. So there are people walking around right now thinking like, "Ah, Lady Gaga, she really gets North Dakota." <laughs> you know that that same thing happened us. to John Denver and fill in the blank Mountain Mama. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird song. It sure was. Florida, <laughs> 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 it's New Jersey. 
Um, <laughs> Look at those malls. So the first version <laughs> of the song you heard was Nebraska, right? Yes. And you heard right. that on the radio, I'm imagining. I, I'm guessing you didn't pick up the CD. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Does I the al- does CD. the album have fifty one tracks on it, including DC, <laughs> Puerto Rico, <laughs> District of oh. Columbia? Um, so, so you heard Nebraska on the radio. How fucking dumb is that radio DJ? <laughs> How's that radio DJ? Like, where where are we? Somebody comes running down the hall, knocks on the window. You played the Nebraska one. Just fuck it, play <laughs> Nebraska. Close Messing enough. So bad. I gotta hear this track. Yeah, yeah, you gotta track it down and see if it's. Yeah, I think the original one is Nebraska. I just listened to the the CD version that I have stored mm-hmm. um, in my heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, it, and it is, in fact, Nebraska. Hey, let's move on to the advice. My friend Kevin regularly drinks Smirnoff Ice. My leg is bleeding. What's going on down there? My, my friend Kevin regularly drinks Smirnoff Hold on, do you need a second? I mean, like, it's like... Did you stab yourself? No, it's just like, I think the skin... From where my muscles have stretched mm-hmm. my calves. The skin like, jumped off. From being so diesel. It's yeah. like paper thin down there. It's like mm-hmm. super muscly, but translucent. It's like popping a it's, balloon. I look like uh, someone on a Batman cartoon that's been coated with mutagenic ooze. Yeah, you'd hey. be like paper man, tissue man. Yeah. Tissue man. Tissue man's so strong, but he's <laughs> so vulnerable. <laughs> but so tender. My friend Kevin regularly drinks Smirnoff ice and not alone, but in public. And during social gatherings, <laughs> we all try to tell him it makes him look creepy and like a pedophile. But all the laughs, he hasn't curtailed his efforts or shamed of his poor taste. I'm out of ideas for discouragement. He's an avid listener like me. Perhaps he will heed direct advice from our favorite brothers, Smirnoff in St. Louis. Did this person I'm, write into us so that we would shame Kevin into uh-huh. not drinking I, Smirnoff ice? Because we can do that. I'm going to pause it, though, just real quick. I think it's better that Kevin only drinks Smirnoff Ice in public, because if he were a secret Smirnoff Ice alcoholic, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Guys, it's 11 o'clock, I gotta go home and get smeared. (laughs) (laughs) If he's just, like, sitting at home in the dark, chugging Smirnoff Ices. (laughs) Hello? Kevin? (laughs) Yeah? Yeah? What are you doing right now, Kevin? Nothing. (laughs) Don't worry. Kevin, you smell like sugar. Trust me, they've got this new cranberry fizzle spritz out, and it's so good. <laughs> I I want to go out on a limb for Kev and say that if that was really his favorite drink, and it would just had a stigma attached to it, I I don't think I don't buy drink stigma. I think you should ha- be able to drink whatever you want. But that drink has I, the most stigma on it, though. Yeah, that's, no, Zima has the Zima most has stigma, the most but stigma. But but what I'm saying is that the re- the problem I have with it is that there are many better drinks. Mm. Smirnoff Ice is the grossest shit. It's, yucky. it's just really gross. You, I don't. I don't understand being able to drink enough of them to get drunk. Yeah, because you get BDs so much. First. You get tummy rot if you put too much. Yeah, yeah. there's so much you. sugar. It's basically like you took a beer and then filled it with pixie sticks. Yeah, you just put a bunch of sprees in there, and then all yeah. of a sudden, disgusting. You... I'll never forget. There was a time uh, me and my friends in college, you know, we're hanging out watching a football game, baseball game, some kind of sports event, and we had drank all the beer in the house. And there were three Smirnoff ices left over from some girls that were there at the party the night before. And we're like, well, this is all that's left. And we each took one sip and vomited, like, right then. Right no, okay, the hold on. No, no, I don't no, think no, that's... Stop, I, stop I, right it there. Is absolutely true. Did they stop maybe... Right was it the there. new Ipecac-flavored <laughs> Smirnoff ice? It wasn't, like, an instant thing, but it's just... As soon so as it crossed your lips, like, no! <laughs> you and two <laughs> friends were like, bros, let's do this. Clink bottles. 
Everyone lifts the cups <laughs> at the same time to their mouths, and it just suddenly the room is a is a is a saw film, it's just coated in vomit. I mean, more or less. That might be colored by the fact that we've been drinking all day, but I remember it clearly. You're saying right that the, you're saying that uh, smear before beer, never fear. <laughs> beer before uh, smear. Throw throw up everywhere forever. Yeah. Okay. Get the fuck out of that room. Get out of the room. Stop Every- drinking it. Like, there are many better things mm-hmm. that you can enjoy. It, I the, mean, the thing is, you can have a whiskey sour. You can have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's good. A, there's so many. Start there. Yeah. Start and then work your way up even, to, like. Even those know. Even those can rust out your insides, like battery acid. Um, you know what you should do? Like, old fashioned. Oh, no. It's classy as shit. I think this man wants a flavor sensation, and if that's the case, I'm going to suggest a 7 and 7. That is still my DOC to this day. Oh, what about um, a, a sweet tea vodka there with a little bit of lemon? That shit is delicious. I just get a vodka gimlet like mm-hmm. a boss. That goes down smooth every time. Mm-hmm. What, about a ch- what about a tulip? Like, there's a so julep? many... tulip? No one can make those. There's so many options for you. Straight up, don't order a tulip at a bar. It's the most annoying drink. It's like, hey, bartender... Get out that mortar and pestle. Yeah, uh, I want to. I I'm ready for a project. Let's get into a project together. It's like it's like making an album together. Let's build a blanket. Well, we're for looking it. for something. We want, we you know project we work on together. So we decided to make this mint julep. <laughs> uh, I'm a girl. Okay. <laughs> and I've been dating uh, a guy for a couple months, and I really like him. But he's four years younger than me, and it shows. I'm 24. And think of myself as a pretty laid-back girlfriend. Definitely not one of these overbearing types. But any time I try to have an adult conversation with him or ask him nicely to do something, his temper goes wild. And he thinks I'm attacking his character, even if it's something as small as, Hey, could you please not walk in my flower beds, or will you rinse your spaghetti bowl out? (laughs) Spaghetti is a funny food. Uh, He always has to be right about everything, and he gets his front hiney hurt if he isn't. Is this something he will grow out of, or should I dump him? Temper, troubles, in Dallas. I don't think you're using that right. I don't, I, like his dick? He gets his dick hurt? if He <laughs> he gets dick hurt. How often is the problem arising of his him walking in your flower beds? I feel <laughs> hey. like that should be like a one-time problem. Hey, wait, are you, are you dating a <laughs> raccoon? <laughs> so you're saying that what she should start doing is just spraying him with the hose when he, she gets in the flower bed, right? Hey. Hey, I'm just imagining some fucking bumpkin like wearing overalls and like stomping, like marching in your flower bed while eating spaghetti and just like sloshing it around everywhere. And he's whistling a tune. What an asshole. You know, I don't think this has anything to do with him being younger. I think maybe he's just kind of ill-mannered. Yeah. I don't know why she's suddenly dating Boo Radley, but but there you go. I have to imagine you have a cement path leading from your stairs to the sidewalk. And does he just like... Does he take a fucking shortcut through the tulips? What's he doing? Uh, I don't. <laughs> Far be it from me to to pass judgment on anyone's relationship or character, but that's what we do constantly on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is a serious one. Okay, it's, should I break up with him or does he sound fixable? To me, you have great taste in if in podcasts, if nothing else. I. You seem like a down girl. I would not stick around with this dude. He sounds he sounds like bad news. How, I, how? I think what it is is you always got to give him the opportunity to improve. And she I, did. But she I, did. I'm saying, like, 
cutthroat ultimatum say that, hey, I'm sick of, you know, every time I bring something up, you flying off the handle. So either cut it out or uh, this isn't going to work out. Yeah, it's, it's, think... it's more of a problem that he gets angry when you say, don't walk in the flower bed. Is he like, ah, that's what I, I do. I walk in the flower bed whenever I want. I'm the flower bed guy. Yeah. That's my bit. <laughs> I'm going to eat that spaghetti later. Like, no, you're not. It's in the sink. I have a pan on top of that bowl that had dirty eggs in it before. You're not going to eat your dirty egg spaghetti meetings. <laughs> so I'd say, yeah, call him out on it. I, Yeah, but, like, I don't know. How much are you, in a relationship, how much are you sort of required to... Clean out your fucking spaghetti bowls? Because, no, oh. deal with somebody who... You know, doesn't have their shit together. Like I, I think that it is, it, there somewhere is an equation of, like, an inverse property of, like, the amount you you actually care about them, the strength of your feelings for them, is the amount of time you're willing to invest into making it work. Yeah. So, I, I, and I'm not at all disparaging your feelings towards this person, but at some point, the balance shifts, and you go, you know what, now I'm just fucking fed up with and, it, and I put too much work into this, and, and I'm out. You know what, the reason he's... So he gets so quick-tempered about these things is because you're older than him, and he has sort mm-hmm. of an inferiority thing going for him about that. And so yeah. when you call him out for things like that, it's sort of... It, you may not be meaning to, but you sort of asserting your age over him. Uh, and But I'm going to say this, though. If, if he cares about you, and you ask him to do these seemingly simple things, and he refuses to do them... He might not care about you in the same way you care about him, or he might not know what it means to care. Because if you're saying like rinse out your bowl, and he goes doesn't go, okay, sweetie, don't don't worry about it. I got that. Like I yeah, I think that uh, a good compromise maybe if you don't want to ditch the relationship entirely, maybe don't live together. I mean, if you're, does it sound like they're living together now? No, 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 no. Why is he eating spaghetti over at your place? Go home and eat spaghetti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't eat that here. I gotta say, a couple of months is not long enough for you to make the spaghetti jump. No. No, you should not be cooking spaghetti for him at that point. That's it's, it's a sin. It's a so, sin. So I would just let him know that it's not that you're trying to change who he is or anything. You're just saying, hey, these are things that are kind of bugging me. And if we want this to work out, I would really like it if you would, you know, I think treat defin- my shit better. I think the definition of maturity in relationships is when you get to the point where you realize that the whole point of being in one is so that someone can tell you how to live your life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I got to that point where I'm a, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I maybe someone else has it figured out because I Every got so no often, clue. Teresa will tell me something like, you know, you should hang up your towel before you throw it in the dirty clothes. And I'm like, what? But it's dirty. And she's like, yeah, but let it dry out and then it won't mildew. And I'm like, <gasps> it's like I've just learned some kind of, you know, like mathematical, like, property about the stars it's amazing but how thank you for making me better how pants on head stupid do you have to be to walk (laughs) through a flower bed like those that's like that's like the tantamount to like walking through a sandbox full of light bulbs like you don't do that they're delicate things it's something a five-year-old does. it's something that a toddler does a toddler (laughs) are you dating a toddler (laughs) are you dating a chandler (laughs) cut him loose he's too tiny let that salmon grow and then harvest him. Chandler, mm-hmm. I will smack that smirk right off of your face. Clean that spaghetti out. <laughs> Chandler, come get your spaghetti ball. You left it the flowers again, you bumpkin. You goofy. You big goof. I love you. I'm sorry. I love you. Hey, Yahoo <laughs> Answers. Yeah. This, this one. So we earned it. Uh, 
This one was sent in by Gali Ali. Thank you, Gali. It's by Yahoo Answers user Marco, who asks, Girlfriend wants a lock of hair. Where to get one? Hmm. I need a birthday gift for my girlfriend by January, and she says that she will dump me if I can't find her a lock of Justin Bieber hair. Oh, no. It costs $40,000 at auction, and my only option to get a lock of the golden hair is either to steal it from a museum... (laughs) 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 Fucking Ocean's Eleven. Cut it off off Justin Bieber, also risking serious legal trouble. Uh Is there any way I can acquire that golden hair so that I can appease my girlfriend so she doesn't dump me? How about cut it off a Yorkshire Terrier? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, say, some... this is genuine Bieber fur. <laughs> <laughs> or cut off some of Genuine's hair. What's he doing? <laughs> um, um, I was almost about to create another retraction for us where I would name an R&B song that I'm positive Genuine didn't sing. Yeah. And, and then we have a whole other situation on our hands. What about this? Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I thought you said Justin Long. <laughs> this is embarrassing. You're a PC and I'm embarrassed. <laughs> um, I think she's going to know, right? She's going to know if you try to pull a fakie on her. You got to get the real the real. She deal. knows what his hair smells like. Um, <laughs> how can you... I, I just watched... Um, few weeks back the documentary never say never which no uh-huh. joke is a goddamn revelation um if you haven't seen it netflix it do whatever you need to do to get your eyes on this movie because it will make you look at this young uh ingenue in a whole new light but well, how do we get that hair off that sweet head maybe just i'm sorry him. wait a minute did you was there a point of that digression other than you wanting to pimp Justin Bieber's movie on our show. <laughs> I mean, I saw, I saw. I saw. You guys know you should check this. This shit is out. a preface. This is a preface to sidebar. I'm saying he seems like a very nice young boy, and I think he likes to just pal around with his friends. He likes to. Ru- Ooh, that's your that's your in. You got to go end. to Manitoba or or whatever Canadian province he lives in, uh, and you got to become his bud, and you got to like shoot hoops with him and like bro out. <laughs> hey, yeah. Justin, who's this 36 year old dude you're hanging out with? I don't know. He just wanted to shoot hoops, and then he cut my hair. I yeah. I hope this thirty-six-year-old man isn't dating somebody who wants a lock of Justin Bieber hair, because that either means that she's an insane person or she's fourteen. You you realize that like that's how his like fan base works. It jumps no. from like sixteen-year-old to like forty-six-year-old. No, no, right. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> the last and Griffin. People- 16-year-old, 46-year-old, and Griffin. About half of Justin Bieber's fan base, the last person they obsessed over was Jonathan Brandis from Sequest. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a big gap there. He's the next best thing since River Phoenix. <laughs> he's like he, he's like today's Rob Lowe. No, just kidding, ladies. <laughs> Rob Lowe is today's Rob yeah, Lowe. Don't, yeah, don't you ever Will he it. ever age? Nope. Um, God. Some of us are trying to live out here, Rob. <laughs> How do you expect us to be what we be when you're around? How can we do what we do with Rob, Rob Lowe is just out there fucking the it, curve up for everybody? It makes it so hard. <laughs> um, in the documentary, uh, it goes around oh, a good. few concerts. Listen, I'm the one that's best fucking suited to answer this question. So if you want to okay. hate on me because I'm so well informed, then that's fine. I can take it. Uh, <laughs> every show he does, he brings on that special someone. Uh, during his song, uh, I believe it's Somebody to Love. I'm not sure, but he, he brings a sweet, a special lady on stage. 
And that special gets to sit in a chair while he dances around her and gives her flowers. So you're going to have to find a lady that can get up on stage because that's the closest you can get to Justin Bieber without like five it, layers of security guards between you. It's a shame that he does it during that song as opposed to, girl, hold these scissors while I stand real still. Because <laughs> that would be... Can you imagine if you leaned in to like snip off a lock of his hair and he shook his head at an inopportune time and you just blinded Justin Bieber? Tragedy oh struck today. Or- Justin Bieber's new album is so edgy. It's probably because of the eye patch. It's probably because of his Cybertronic eye. What if, you know, he, what, what if you cut his hair and all of a sudden he starts singing like Carol Channing? <laughs> Turned out the whole time. Samson like this power to belt out those sweet melodies was up there the whole time. I can see that. No! And then the devil appears and says, we had a deal, Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) Gobbles him up and drags him down. (laughs) No! And he's just dragged into, like, you know, the Cave of Wonders, and he's gone. Make a deal with the devil Uh. for some of Justin Bieber's hair. There. (laughs) Like, I feel like we're giving this guy so many options. You're How much are we charging him? You're saying he enough? enters into a contract with Beelzebub? You're <laughs> mm-hmm. saying he sells his soul? It's yeah. important. To, this is only if he accidentally cuts Justin Bieber's hair, thereby nullifying the deal Justin Bieber made with the devil for his singing talent and That's forcing it. the devil to drag Justin Bieber to hell. At that point, Justin Bieber will be under the possession of Beelzebub mm-hmm. so he can trade for Beeb's hair. I mean, as long as we're shooting for the stars, why isn't he trying to find, like, a being John Malkovich-sized door and climb into Justin Bieber's hair and mail some hair Cut to himself? Cut his own hair off and mail... Travis, yes. Come on. I mean, come on. Let's just jump jump the shark here and go for we it. We need to That's take... perfect idea. We need to fucking occupy Justin Bieber. Have you guys heard about that new protest? <laughs> Uh, Occupy <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah, it's all about getting it, just getting right in him. You know, ninety nine percent of Justin Bieber is controlled by one Justin Bieber. Yeah. The you know the problem with the uh, Justin Bieber door is that it's actually in Justin Bieber's house. Mm. <laughs> so, good luck. I mean, yeah. I watched the documentary. I know where his house is. Oh, we're we doing this again. Cool. Let's just backtrack to you guys, talk about his. Are film. you guys pretending like you haven't seen it? How many stars would you give it? Out of how many stars? Bieber. On a scale of zero stars to Bieber, I would give it two Jonas Brothers. Ooh. Sounds fair. Yeah. So not, hey, not perfect, um, but not bad either. It's not informative as fuck. And it's in 3D, which is great, because they really don't take uh, much time to... to they, they really don't pay much attention to the 3D aspect of the film. Uh, except at the end, when he does the song, Never Say Never... Uh, he does this whole pump-up speech about how he came from nothing and now he's this big, big star and anyone can do it and follow your dreams and make sure that you never say never and the words never say never <laughs> appear like they fly into the screen in Shut three up. dimensions. I'm so sad right now. It's fucking incredible. What's your favorite Justin Bieber song, Travis? Shut up, Griffin. What is it? I don't know anything about Justin Bieber. You don't know any of his songs? Nope. I feel like you're being... He did Baby, right? Yep. Baby, 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 Yeah, there are other baby. words in it. Just then, just that. What? There are other words in it than that one, Just? The only song I know is... I know that because it was on a commercial yeah. uh, about a Justin Bieber doll with real hair. <gasps> oh! There it is. Next best thing. 
Yep. Is this a real product or are you? It is. is that is a real product. Malarkey. It's a Justin Bieber doll, and it's got real hair. It can't on it, be and real. You can get his full. I don't think it's real Justin Bieber hair. No. but It's like real hair from somebody. Can you imagine Justin Bieber? He's like got to take a month off his tour to become a hair farm. <laughs> I don't. I like. Um, I like he, cage he, cage free Bieber hair. Is is what I prefer. I think he drinks freckle juice and it just all goes crazy. Yeah. And he's got hair everywhere. Oh God! What a reference. I know. Deep cut. Justin, what's your favorite Justin Bieber song? My favorite Justin Bieber song? Mm-hmm. Don't say baby, because like Travis already said that one. No, I didn't say it was my favorite. I said it was the only one I knew. So, your favorite, then? <sighs> I think Pussy Control. Okay. Mm-hmm. His cover of Pussy Control? Yeah. Well, he wrote it, co-wrote it with Prince. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Justin Bieber knows what a pussy is yet. <laughs> Have you seen his haircut? I'm pretty sure he's an expert on being a pussy. Oh, Justin. That wasn't on the show, right? That's just rapping. I'm going to need I'm gonna need to form uh, my brother, my brother, and me, Justin Bieber Defense Force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cool. We'll finally get some traffic on Google. Okay. Hooray! Finally get some traffic. Can we become here. the official Biebcast? Yeah, that, there's probably no other online resources dedicated to him <laughs> preserving he's, his memory. He's, he's pretty underground at this point. I want to um, be yeah. the go-to internet destination for Justin Bieber goose. Can you create a groundswell, grassroots Bieber fan club to support him so you can basically be on... Bro- he's going to fall off in popularity and then sure. there will be an inevitable resurgence. Can you be the underground groundswell... Uh, grassroots fan club for his inevitable resurgence. So Can you let's start when, when as soon as we're done with this episode, I will start the Occupy Bieber hashtag. I actually already um, used the Occupy Justin Bieber hashtag earlier in the week. So under what pretense that if they wanted the Occupy Wall Street thing to call uh, to trend on Twitter, they should call it Occupy Justin Bieber. Did you really say that? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, check the hashtag. It's crazy. Hey, do you have any advice for coping with stress? How to make sure your relationship stays strong during stressful times? I just started law school, and my girlfriend is in her last semester of undergrad, works two jobs, and is preparing for graduate school. As should be playing, we both have lots of stress in our lives, and sometimes it seems overwhelming. Haven't had a romantic date night in over a month. Do you guys have any wisdom for keeping the spark alive during these rough times? Stressed student in St. Louis. I, I personally feel like the most important thing is to remember that they are not an outlet for your stress. They can be a, a sounding board for when you're having a bad day, but they are not the cause of your stress, and therefore you shouldn't unload it on them. Or should that, how do they get rid of it then? How do they get well, I mean, that? you can talk to them about it, but I'm saying talking about it is different from snapping at them and taking it out on them. Mm-hmm. You know what uh, I mean? What, uh, in my experience, um, my limited experience... Uh, uh, the most important thing is boundaries. I.e., when you're with the person, be with them 100%. Yep. And when you're... Because y- you could be surprised, even if you don't have time for a romantic date night, you can you would be surprised at how much... Uh, how much you can connect in like a half hour of just exclusively looking at each other, talking, not about work, or anything else. Um, not even eating, just doing exactly that. Just mindless um, staring. Yeah, just staring at each other. <laughs> Slack-jawed in amazement. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and, and so when you're doing that, be doing that. Don't try to 
to to be doing a bunch of other things. Put the phones away mm-hmm. and just do that for a few minutes. I I would suggest that whenever you two do have free time to spend together, you uh, relax in a, you know just hang out together in a room with some good buds. <laughs> Wink at the microphone. Just some of their. Do you mean some of their friends or just? I mean close friends. If you're if you're trying to get rid of some stress, maybe you should hang out with some good buds. <laughs> Are you saying like their friend Mary Jane? I'm saying like their friend uh, Toker Grace. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm so confused. Reefer Sutherland. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm talking about that dank herb. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm talking right. about that kind, that kind gonge. <laughs> you mean some of that Ashton Kush? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't do that, oh, though. Good. That, Wheat? Marijuana? Is that what you're talking about? Cannabis, yeah. But don't do it. Don't, don't do that. that don't do that. that. I, I said Man, that. we just get really drunk. I said and that hey, in remembrance of Find abuse. some. Just let me know where to buy it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 30. I don't know. And we are not we're, cops. We're not we cops. Are we're brothers. Because I am I am Johnny Cashed over here. I need some, <laughs> need some right. of that kind. Uh-huh. Kind herb. I am George Jonesen. <laughs> Um, uh, hey, you know, if I were to buy all this weed, I'm going to need some money. <laughs> Travis, who is this message for? This message is for Rob Starbin. All right, Rob Starbin. Who is it from? It's from Allegra, Alexis, Paige, Wes, and Bro. You guys are excited. Hey, hey happy 32nd birthday, Rob. There's 10 exclamation points. That's how it sounds. Uh, Griffin, real quick, give me give me the highlights of Rob. What's Rob into? Rob, What's Rob all about? I hear Rob's into video games uh, and board games, all kinds of games. He's into cats, his cats specifically. He likes the Mets. He likes the Gamers with Jobs podcast and website. It's a website too, right? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he likes 80s music and, of course, My Brother, My Brother and Me. Thank you, Rob. Rob Ooh. sounds like a down guy. You know what I like about Rob? The many, me. many pronunciations you can apply to his last name. Yeah. <laughs> Starobin. <laughs> Sta. Robin. It's the Robin. There's just so many options. They're so delightful. There's a lot of options. Happy Man, birthday, Rob. I gotta, t- I gotta tell you guys, different ways of pronouncing Starobin is gonna be one of our classic bits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put it on the sample. I think that's one people are really gonna treasure. It's like it's like they're gonna forget all about that peepum stuff and crocoswine. Forget that or that. Oh, swine. And there was this one part where he said Starobin. Ah! Was like, it was awesome. Stupid. Rob Strusel, happy birthday, my happy friend. Happy birthday, Sturmy. If you want us to make fun of your last name, uh, get on the Jumbotron. It's MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. Give us some money, and we'll give you some fame. Um, you know, I as a special present to Rob, I, I wrote him a little something. Fuck. Really? Are you I've, doing this again? I have, I've written uh, a mad Oh, fuck. No. Um, no. Everybody seemed to like it so much last yeah, time. Yeah, guess what? I, I'm going to edit it right out of the show. 
But I wanted to give the people what they want. Are the, is this what the people want? Can we put up a fucking straw poll? I feel like this is what the people, they crave. They they crave that crazy crunch. I feel like people out there crave, like, me and Griffin being angry at you. That's also possibly true. Travis, the <laughs> last time you did this, out. after I read the last one, it was so bad that I almost got bone cancer. <laughs> That's bad. He would have had to go get some of Bieber's marrow to cure him. Is that what you want? Sort of. Okay. All right. Well, Travis, I'm not reading your stupid thing. Yeah, if it makes you feel guys feel better, I will read this You're going to read it like a dummy, though. No, I'm going to read it so good. <laughs> Do a good job. You have a, reading, you have a reading voice that makes you sound so precious. Oh, thank you. Like the movie? Okay, here we go. Take it away, Gabrielle. It was a moist and stormy dongle. The bulky maid was in the conservatory with the thunderful botanist, playing the savory flugelhorn. Suddenly, the cacophony was interrupted by the hullabaloo of a chocolate wazoo. Corporal Buffalo, recently returned from his voluptuous tour of the lumpy Madagascar, was flabbergasted. He swung his girth around the unfathomable Stop. piano, only to find that the Rat King had been crunchitized. Stop it. Fiddlesticks, yelled the corporal. What humperdink has snogged my bountiful Rat King? Cool your paella, ricocheted Professor Pumpernickel. Oh, your hubris could outweigh fra- Rock. Now stop being such a harbinger and come try these totes delicious crepes. God Excelsior, damn. decreed Madame Jambalaya, oh, and a moist time God was had by damn all. it! God <laughs> damn it! watching a man die in front of me. It's like watching a man bleed out. It's like watching the last Native American bleed out in front of me. He's the last... <laughs> The last of his people. It's like watching them die in front of me. That's the level of sadness that your mad lives bring me. God damn it! Pay <laughs> everybody else seemed to like. No, it. they didn't, Travis. Today. No, they didn't, Travis. There's maybe the, this bit might make the show friendly to four year olds who find words <laughs> like pumpernickel still amusing. Travis, if those cheese eaters knew what should be in a podcast, they'd be making our goddamn podcast. But I don't know what should be in it. I fried Rat King and Fraggle Rock and Crunchitized. It makes the people You're happy. Say, don't you got it? Don't you say those fucking words again? Where I'm outlawing every word you just said from this podcast forever. You kill those words for me. I can't say it was a moist and stormy. Travis, I fucking, I fucking, I will hang up on you. There's nothing funny about it. There's nothing funny about it. It's you a, love it. You love opposite, it so much. It's the opposite of comedy. I can feel it's, my bones throbbing with cancer. You know, I it was a wise man who once said that comedy is uh, Mad Libs plus time. So in like three weeks, you'll go back and listen to this, and you will be laughing comedy your balls off. Comedy is Mad Libs minus Mad Libs plus <laughs> dick jokes. <laughs> can we get back to our core competency? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that we ruined your birthday, Rob. Hey, Rob. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy unbirthday. Happy birthday, Mistress Jeribi. <laughs> I'm a mid-20s guy, and lately I've been thinking about getting manicured. I keep hearing people talk about how relaxing they are and how good they feel. I know that some guys get them, but I just can't quite bring myself to get one. Is it worth a certain ridicule for my friends to give this a shot? Or will my man card be permanently in jeopardy if I go through with it? Man curious in the Midwest. It's man. You know what? I feel like let's let's make sure man curious. Man curious, not man curious. I say man- you do it. Do it. Go for it. Treat yourself. Hands up. You've earned it. Hands up. You- Who on this podcast has gotten a manicure before? I- Hands up. I have. I have. 
It's glorious. It feels great, right? It's like a massage. Are you you're fucking with me right now? No. Here's the thing about it. I think that society needs to swing back to the 50s. Like, this idea of when dudes were, like, suits and hats all the time, classy as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we have turned into this grungy asshole world, and I want to get back to you beautiful when it was more respected that you took care of yourself. <clears throat> I, yeah. I, Justin, you've you never can... known the thrill of having shiny fingernails? It's fucking exhilarating. You feel like mm-hmm. a new man. It's a confidence builder. You're like, yeah, I'm better than you because of this thing I've done. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I don't have a problem with it. If you guys want to, you want to do. I live in West Virginia. I can't have shiny fingernails. I'll be run out of town on a rail. Shiny fingernails are like a flag that says I've risen above the rabble. Yeah, it is like shiny finger armor. It is. It's like, like a, shiny finger armor. Nobody that keeps away the bad feelings. Mm-hmm. I feel like if everyone got manicures. Then there wouldn't be a, a, such a, a there wouldn't be class warfare going on right now. Everyone would be upper class. Yeah, because we'd all be rich because we could afford someone. To well, that being said, Vietnamese we'll, we'll lady really, our nails. Well, make a really awkward conversation is on the job site. Be like, hey Frank, what'd you bring for lunch? Oh, that's cool, cool. Can I just say your fingernails look fabulous? They look delectable. I, it, it feels great. It looks great. Do it. Get it done. Yeah, and if your friends give you shit. Just be like, hey, it's because I'm classier than you. Yeah, are. don't be jealous of my class. There is something cool about a guy that can own that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a man here and just own it. Can I ask you guys seriously? They're like, what did you? What? What, you, what's, what does a person pay for something like that? Uh, I got it done by what a friend. I pay? What? I, I got it done by a friend. It wasn't a licensed manicurist. Thirty, oh, okay. thirty-five bucks. Fuck you. What? Yeah, but you get it done like once, and it, if you're going really nice, you can get it done for like twenty. It's a luxury. Yeah. It's not something you get done, like, every day. Do you get your shoes shined? Do you get massages every day? No. It's a luxury item. Mm-hmm. Travis, have you ever turned a homeless person down for, when they ask for you for money? Well, yeah. All How the time. S- okay. So, next time you do that, I want you to look them dead in the eye and say, Sorry, bro, I gotta have the shine. <laughs> Can <laughs> you give that person $20 to rub a rough pad over your fingernails until the grime comes off? <laughs> So you're Maybe. saying that we need to mobilize our homeless and make them like a manicure army. That's exactly what a I'm manicure, saying. A mobile army of manicures. A mani-pedi. Don't be afraid to be who you are. If you're the kind of person that wants to have beautiful, pristine, fucking Gina Davis hands, then you, should be, you shouldn't be afraid to get those Gina Davis hands. You know what, Griffin? Yeah. I think you have just, uh, you've reminded me of something. It's a debate I've gone through with myself for a long time about getting a motorcycle. Yeah. And I would love to be the type of person that rides a motorcycle, but I often have to think, am I the type of person that would like to ride a motorcycle, or am I the type of person that should ride a motorcycle? That's stupid. I think, well, I think that's what you have to ask yourself, is am, am I the type of person that like thinks it might be fun and weird, or am I the type of person that is a manicure person? Because if you are a manicure person, your friends aren't going to give you shit about it. If it is incongruous with your personality, you're going right. to give shit about it. That's Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, Have you built up enough of a persona mm-hmm. that you could carry that you could pull that off. I think yeah. that's horse app. I think you need to reinvent yourself as frequently as you possibly can. I think, guess what? If you go get a, pan- a Medicare, a Medicare, <laughs> if you go get a manicure and you love how it feels and you say, I'm going to keep doing this, then guess what? You're the type of person who gets a manicure. Don't be so oh, I'm not saying about it. I'm not saying not to do it. I am saying that that is what makes people respond to it in a mocking way is that it's incongruous with you 
or the the image of you they have in their head. Yeah, but that means that that person never gets to do any new stuff if they're going to live in fear of that perception. No, I'm just saying be braced for that. And that's why they're mocking Well, yeah, I can tell this dude, wrong if, if you go get a manicure, people are going to make fun of you. Like, yeah, for sure. But, it's, but what I'm saying is not because there's anything wrong with it, but because they're surprised by it. Yeah. It's like how some guys can wear, like, a, a hat. Mm-hmm. And you're a hat guy or a manicure yeah. guy. Yeah, I get it that. I'm not sure you're right, but I certainly understand what you're saying. Justin, I'm almost t- positive I'm right. Homework assignment Griffin. for Justin. Um, I, I want you to go get a manicure sometime this week. Yeah. I'm serious. I okay. want you to get that. I want you to know what it feels like. I'm going to do it because I have paint in my cuticles yeah. that I just cannot get af- out. Can I be honest with you? I'm kind of afraid that they'll make fun of the finger that the TV fell on. Oh. Don't worry about no. it. So, that's so your, weird. That's your special that's your special finger. spatula finger. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just afraid they'll make fun of no. my deformity. Sweetheart, that's my favorite finger. I've been living my life with a handicap Aww. for 20 years. And just, Let me see it. Aww. Here. Shut up. No, that's your lucky finger. It looks really bad. It looks stupid. No, it doesn't. No. It's just a little flat. They're going to hate it. No. No, that's They're your gonna, flat Stanley that's finger. That's your flat Stanley finger. I hate my finger. Is then I hate them. It only has half a nail and it has a big scar okay. on the back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's my special it's a terrible guy? Terrible finger. That's why I can't play guitar. Who's very well. my special guy? I guess I am. It's you. Griffin, will you read Yahoo and cheer me up? Manhole thing cover finger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this Yahoo answer was All also right. sent in by Gali Ayali. It's by Yahoo Answers user Patrick, who asks, "I have tiny nipples. How can I improve their size?" <laughs> Uh, you go obvious tattoo. I mm-hmm. I get made fun of at school for the size of my nipples. Please help. Wait, what? Yeah. How often are you setting yourself up for that? Yeah. What's up, Skittle Nips? <laughs> yeah, is that happening like every day? Yeah. Um. I mean, hey, where'd your nipples go? <laughs> Sweet, nice, bro. High five. The, to make it big, I mean, tattoo. There's the the. Uh, are you saying tattoo bigger nipples on your nipples? <laughs> tattoo bigger nipples on your nipples. It won't feel. Oh, bad, that's my that's second what... areola. It could, I have rings. I've, what if you just went old-fashioned and just went for, like, tassels? Oh, that's not bad. I like pasties, maybe? Yeah. Pasty, fake... Um, where, do you buy, hey, where do you buy fake nipple pasties at? Pasties that look like <laughs> bigger nipples than the nipples you have. What, what about the... Spencer's uh, gifts? There's also... Always the junior contingency, just get pregnant. Oh. Yeah. Does that make your... Does that make your nipples bigger? Yeah, when you nurse. Yeah. Uh, makes them bigger, and from what I've heard, purple. Oh, so. man. Oh, I know. Wow. Yeah, it just ruins them. That whole situation's effed up. Yeah, it looks like a Coca-Cola faucet in there. It's disgusting. Oh, what is that even? Maybe you just constantly give yourself purple nurples. Get someone to uh, nurse on you, but you don't have to be pregnant. Can that just be a thing? Oh, so you're talking about nipple hickeys? Yeah. Oh man. Are you sad now? I was sad before. He <laughs> <laughs> was born this way, baby. <laughs> Can we can we put these nipples in some sort of rack? Stretch them right out. <laughs> so you're not talking about like size. You're talking about length. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> side to side. Uh huh. Okay. Like a taffy pulling machine. Yeah, some sort of taffy uh. machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Why not? Um. <laughs> the ticket. A taffy machine. How how do you? This has to be an issue, right? Because this is not all nipples are made equal. Some are some are weird, and it sounds like these are. If they're so small that people are making fun of them, we're talking about fucking dimes. We're talking about some 
We're talking about what? some minuscule nippies. What about just like the power of positive thinking? <laughs> like mind over matter. <laughs> Have you read The Secret? <laughs> <laughs> The secret to big nipples. The secret to dilating those nips. Um, there have to be some sort of drops you can put on there, right? Some sort of salve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or salvia. Yeah. <laughs> that smoking that will will make your nipples bigger. Scientifically proven. Hey, is it okay to bring reading material into a group restroom? Is it okay to bring a Kindle into any restroom, especially a group one? That's from board in the bathroom. There's so m- Oh, that's easy. No and no. Well, there's so many questions here. The first being, what isn't a group restroom? <laughs> God, I would love a private restroom. This is this is Jeremy's bathroom. No one can come in here but Jeremy. You got to like fingerprint lock to get yeah. in. Man, that would be fucking great though, wouldn't it? That would be so good. You would I I would also like to pause it like to go uh, you know, true to the name, and have an actual group restroom. And I'm just like, everybody goes in at the same time. It's like, let's do this. Well, they, What are you reading? They have those, Travis. They have those. They're called restrooms. No, I'm saying, like, get rid of the walls and everything. Oh, you're talking... Okay, oh, okay. you're a okay. kind of open plan. That's restroom. just yeah, the like, worst thing it, I've like ever done heard. by Frank Lloyd Wright, you know? <laughs> this is my bathroom falling Frank water. Lloyd Wright was fucking nasty. <laughs> but I'm... Ch- <laughs> um, I'm making some falling water over here. <laughs> As a Frank Lloyd Wright. Joke. You know, he actually he actually built a house like that that was like based on a desert, and there were no walls and nothing separating like the kitchen and bedroom and bathroom. Yeah, like just wherever you were in the house, you could see every other part of the house. And, the, and I think that that's gross. The toilet was right in the middle of the living room because he was so fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank, Frank Lloyd, Lloyd wrong, dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> Frank Lloyd wrong. Frank Lloyd wrong. dirty boy sounds like a pretty good hip hop name. <laughs> so like Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> Frank Lloyd, dirty boy. It's got a good cadence uh, to it. I'm not sure. It's. I don't think there's a big problem with it. I think that if you are carrying a mag, like uh, let's say a magazine, um, if you're carrying a magazine, I think it's okay to have one in the bathroom. I don't think it's okay to be spotted carrying one to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it says too much. Like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go settle in for a while. <laughs> I'm getting cozy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a, if you need me for like the next twenty minutes, you know where I'll be. A Kindle, absolutely not, because if you drop that between your legs, it electrifies the water, and the water might splash up and shock your gooch. Yeah, <laughs> that's science. Science. That's scientific. Yep. Dis dis disperation of electricity uh, in, immersed in water splashed can, on gooch. The reason I would never use a Kindle in the bathroom is because you're paying a lot of money for that and for that service. Yeah. And then that's always going to be your poop candle. Yeah. I like to leave my like you- iPhone 4 outside of the restroom whenever I use it. I like- <laughs> you stay right here. I'll be right back. Yeah. Don't uh, let anybody steal you. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Make sure you scream. Do not wander off. I don't know. I think that it's fine to bring material in, but... <sighs> I don't do... How much time are you spending in this bathroom? I don't do anything in the restroom and let, let's try and keep this as not gross as possible when i'm in the restroom i'm doing restroom stuff and i'm out uh-huh. i don't bring my game boy in there <laughs> i don't bring my game boy i don't have a big john's bathroom buddy or whatever it's called i just get in there i get it done and then i leave and i go do other things 
Justin's laughing because Justin fucking posts up, like brings the TV in, <laughs> barricades the door. Yeah, he's like, I'm watching Man vs. Food. I can't leave Middle Ep. <laughs> I'm halfway through this strudel. What am I supposed to do? Man vs. Food would be an ironic choice because you're always at the losing end of that. <laughs> God bless it. There should be a. There should be. A show called Seriously Man vs. Food. That's just him on the restroom after he just ate 36 chili dogs. <laughs> That's the thing they never tell you about Man vs. Food. In the end, the food always escapes. The fight it always runs through the hills. And when it doesn't, God help us all. Can that show just be called Food vs. Man? Um, <laughs> food strikes back. In other back. news, um, TV personality uh, Adam, what's his face, uh, has died today. Um, and in the challenge of man versus food, food is one. Yeah, he tried to eat all the spaghetti, and then on the turlet, he just died from it. <laughs> I, I feel like if I don't bring something into the bathroom, what I'm saying is, I really want to focus on what I'm doing. Yeah, you focus should. Focus on the sin. Yeah. How are you not like buckling town and just dirty get in, get out? Are you? What kind of dirty boys are you? I like no. to distract myself from that evil, and you guys like to really like. <laughs> I run my bathroom time like a fucking pit crew. Yeah. I am in and out. I got a stopwatch going, zzz, 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 and I'm out. What happens down there? I don't. I don't know how what a, what kind of situation you have. It just it doesn't happen. You know, <laughs> you got to make it happen, and I can't. <laughs> I can't. I feel like I feel like magazines are the epidurals of the bowel movement process. You need you need <laughs> to make sure make you're sure. dilated comfortably. Right, exactly. You guys both work from home though, so what you don't get is that moment when somebody walks up and grabs the doorknob. Oh, Travis, I listen. We're on the same team here. Don't 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 try and. Oh, I know, I know. But what I'm saying I'm, is, that- I live in constant fear of that, even when I'm at home by myself. Do you know what the worst word in the English language is to say out loud? Occupied. Occupied. Yeah. Because it always is said in fear. Occupied. Like, please no. O- occupied. Please don't. My come penis in. is out please, of everything. I'm... You would see you would see <laughs> everything if you came in here. And now you know that I was making deuce. Everything. Ugh. And the worst is when that happens and then they stay outside the door waiting for you to come yeah. out. And you have to like quietly open the door. And Can say, we agree that the proper the proper etiquette, if you try a knob and it is locked, you run away as fast. As I you. I feel like it is the social your social responsibility, social contract to not be in that person's field of view. <laughs> nope. They have to think it was a ghost or the wind. <laughs> they can't. Oh, something must have you. fallen against the doorknob. They, I will sometimes go 30 feet away, wait till I hear the door open, and then appro- reapproach. Just to say, I, I don't you know. Flank it. You come in from the left. There was some real dickhead over here <laughs> grabbing doorknobs. He What's ran away problem? twisting his mustache. Uh, you know, there was a moment when we were in Chicago uh, for Griffin's birthday and doing the live show last year where we went to that brunch place. And the men's restroom was occupied. And one of the hostesses was like, oh, you can just use the women's. And I was like, uh, okay, because I felt pressure to do it. So I'm in the woman's, and I'm using the bathroom, and somebody does the knob when I'm in the woman's restroom. And so then I come out, and there's a lady standing there waiting to use the restroom. Do you know what the problem, do you know where your folly was in there? When you went in the fucking women's restroom, what? The the hostess told me to do it. Yeah, you should say, oh, thanks for the advice, hostess, but fuck right off. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have my own restroom that I'm supposed to use. <laughs> there are labels on these doors for a reason. What I find funny is that we live in fear of that when the worst that will happen if somebody uh, opens, <laughs> if they, if you somehow, if they get past the lock, which let's be honest, sometimes they do. Sometimes you're dealing with a Danny Ocean out there that can that can get in that <laughs> restroom. The worst that's going to happen is they look in, they see that you're in the restroom. They probably don't even hang out long enough to see, you know, your your thighs. Oh no, they close that thighs, door. They so close quick, it right away. Amazing. But it's like I live in fear of the fact that somebody's going to come in and be like, "Let me see your butthole." <laughs> Spread your, spread your cheeks. Let me see everything. Like, that's not... Show your world to me. Like, that's not gonna... That just won't happen. Get out of here, Dave Matthews. Let's be honest, though. Like, let's get real frank here. When you... On those rare occasions, when you do open the door on somebody using the bathroom because they forgot to shut it, isn't the thought that goes through your head? Gotcha. <laughs> hey. Gotcha. Seen it my, all. my thought is, well, now it's sad that I'll never be able to acknowledge their existence again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a good run, <laughs> but I can never see you again. <laughs> well, guess I gotta quit this job. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Ask Tom. <laughs> Put in my out. number two weeks notice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear Kevin's last question. Uh, but first, some quick housekeeping. Uh. We have forums. They're at MaximumFun.org. You can contact us, mbmbam at MaximumFun.org. If you have a question, something you need advice on, we are there for you. We usually record Sunday mornings, so, uh, you know, send them before that if, if that's when you need advice. Um, yeah, we are talking about the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org, for slash Jumbotron. we got shirts. They're at MaxFunStore.org. Come and if you keep an eye on that store, I heard here the next week or so there may be a new MBMB AM shirt for you to buy and enjoy. Ooh, Ooh. that sounds nice. Maybe something related to uh, uh, America's favorite chicle-based product. I don't know what you mean. Like chicle? Like chicle? Um, Yeah. Uh, We got live show announcements coming soon. We're in. The planning stages of four all across this great country of ours. Um, so hopefully those will all come to fruition. We're talking about four shows before, but basically within the next nine months to a year. So uh, we'll have some announcements about those soon. And uh, Travis, you were ta- talking about our thousandth tweet is coming up. Yeah, I think what it's going to be is we're going to keep an eye on uh, the MBMBAM hashtag. And whoever can dig up the most obscure funny quote that makes us really happy, you're going to be our 1,000th tweet. So we'll make sure to pimp your shit on our 1,000th tweet. So start talking on Twitter like, as much as you can. We won't talk. put it like that. Honestly. Yeah, and don't put it at us because then only people who listen see it. Share, share with the world. Just Speaking put that NBA man hashtag in there. Speaking of, I want to give a big shout out to DuckLips513. Because basically everything she says is apparently about us. Or to us, or like includes us as a thought. Um, Everybody on the show that has been, everybody on Twitter has been super generous. uh, As all, uh, Rastronomical, Miss Scrabble, Ham Doctors, Ham Doctors, Box the Stars, Daniel Huffman, of course, Real Chase Fisher, who Mm -hmm. has been, who has been uh, working very hard for his particular shout out. But, uh, and uh, Croco Swine. Oh my uh, God! So much, so much Croco Swine art. An embarrassment of Croco Swine art. 
I, I love yeah, it. Thank you to Paul everybody so who. Um, I feel like he has what it takes to be the new mascot for something. Something. Mm-hmm. How about at corporate America? How about you it? Want to appease the ninety nine percent? Here's our first demand. I want to thank Crocodile uh, your mascot. I'll- I want to thank Nick and Nicole, the hosts of uh, Epic Bros Podcast, for uh, for having me on as a guest. I think that episode will be on Wednesday. If you want to hear me talk to, to Nick and Nicole, Epic Bros. Uh, Did it go good or was it weird? I mean, it was pretty weird. They asked me about like my sex, like my sex. Yeah. They asked me uh-huh. about how the sex, how how much I do, and it's like, guys, I don't, I don't know you. <laughs> So they're dirty birds over there they're at Epic Dirty. Bros. They are Ooh. Frank Lloyd Dirty Boys. Uh, I also want to thank uh, uh, John Roderick and the Long Winners for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. I got like 10 more people on Twitter today or this week who are like, man, I just started listening to Long Winners. It's so good. Yeah, guys, it's super yeah. good. No shit. No shit. Just listen Come to on, all their albums. Assholes. It's fucking great. It's fucking um, great. Griffin, speaking of fucking great, I'm ready for that big last question. Sure. Thanks, everybody. This final question was sent in by Jacob Locker. Thanks, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Scroodle, who asks, <clears throat> How can we request a white waitress without offending anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. He's been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Way on the lips. your heart three stacks keep your heart hey keep your heart three stacks keep your heart man these girls are smart three stacks these girls are smart play your part